This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money. Yo, what up though? Shaman man Jay Johnson, aka the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, aka the conspiracy realist, aka the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, aka I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man Dame going wild, the West Side landlord, the pride of PA, high chief Dame don't fuck around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Oh wow, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice of you. We're back up in here. We're back up in you here. You haven't done sound effects in, in months. Hey man, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast. I thought episode. you only did that shit for Verge and Judy. 174. Well, you know, I, I we had a different we got a little different setup in here, but I, I switched the shit around and uh we, we back up in here. You know what you I'm got saying? an iPad back? Just gotta, we, if we need to drop some bombs, we could drop some bombs. You okay. Know? Uh you got but, some fart noises? Uh, no, no, oh. no, no, fam. <laughs> I, don't have any fart no- I mean, I, I, I live in a house full of kids, man. I'm, I'm used to making fart noises all I day. don't know, actually. It could be something up in this motherfucker. Giving niggas know. the poop touch and shit. That's, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's <laughs> as close as it's gonna get. That's all I got, man. Um, anyway, man, welcome back, everybody, man. Well, how was your week, my brother? Uh, week was cool, man. Second week of these kids back in school. I'm loving it. I, I I'm getting my life back, uh, and that's it, man. I can get high in the middle of the day. Mm. Uh, How your job search coming, man? I'll be honest, man. I really ain't been searching that hard. I mean, listen, man. Go on ZipRecruiter. For some reason, I put my shit on there. These niggas won't leave me alone. <laughs> I'm talking about every day, all day. Even while we've been sitting here, they've been sending me jobs. I think this is good for you. Yeah, I, I'm on. Come zip. on, come come do this interview. Here is. I'm like shit. If I was really looking you know, for a job, I'm on Zip Recruiter. But I, I'll be honest, man. I'm getting. I got Medicaid. I got a bridge card, and I'm fucking <laughs> getting unemployment. Like I'm enjoying being like on welfare. <laughs> like shit's like I, I used to have like a jaded point of view about the shit, but the shit's not that bad. I get a check every week. They pay for my man, groceries. You acting like an ER man. <laughs> you acting like an ER. I'm, I'm I like the shit. So this girl, I mean this lady at work and shit. Uh, you know, we, I mean, we black people, we say niggas and shit, but she sometimes hit you with the nigger. <laughs> she, she like, start acting like a nigger. You know what I'm saying? And so we just shortened it up like you acting like an ER. Jay, you know it's, you know, I, I used to like turn my nose at that shit, but like that bridge card, nigger. You trying to, you trying to, uh, you trying to sell some, 
sell some sell some stamps, Nick. You my you my boy. I look out for you. I got you. Fifty fifty. No, no, I, I got you. You need you need to cut like because like a nigga's living good on that bridge card. You know what I mean, like I have more. They gave me more than what like I could responsibly well, you got use. Five children. I mean, so they probably get, they loaded you up, nigga. Fuck yes. I mean, I'm I'm looking out for everybody. I, I I'm I'm gonna hook their mamas up. Nigga like I'm I'm gonna spread the love. Niggas on bridge card. I'm on fucking refrigerator. Nigga, I got Medicaid. Don't nobody don't no doctors tell me no to nothing. Everybody's paid for. Oh, okay. It must be nice. I mean, I nigga, know. I am loving being on welfare. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dog. Don't knock it. Don't knock it. Like, I was a, like, when I first found out I was going to lose my job, I was all like panicky, like, oh, what the fuck I'm going to do? I don't work my whole life since I was like 14. And then, man, these last two months, I'm thinking, like, <laughs> shit, I wonder how long I can stretch this shit out. <laughs> But it's probably it need to come to an end because like Trump don't like niggas like you. I mean, my I'm I'm getting my player rating up on two K. <laughs> I mean, niggas don't want to see me in Madden. You like added yourself in the game and shit. You know, like I'm I can see why niggas be like ninety five in like a month because like nigga I I get down all day. Man, I ain't playing no damn game. I don't know how long, dog. I sold I sold all my shit when I opened the studio. Oh, well. I need another computer. I'm like, man, get it, get rid of this shit, get rid of this shit. I mean, I'm killing niggas on Red Dead Redemption. Like, I'm, I'm literally living, living the dream. All right, man. I'm living the dream. I'm, I got five kids, bunch of tattoos, a pit bull. Like, I am literally being an ER. You <laughs> living the ER life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, shout out to all y'all ERs on welfare. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shout out to you. Get that free money. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I thought somebody just. I thought it was nice. Uh, Making a comment, but somebody just tagged me and him. I'm oh. Like, oh shit! Nigga hit me up on IG. We out here. Yeah. Um. I can tell him his last couple projects, man. Nigga, you ain't like lost tapes. No, nah, I, I did like lost tapes too. Oh, I'm saying that. I still listen to that shit. Yeah, I did like lost tapes too. But <sighs> all right, man. Early is this, this <laughs> week, man. You hit me up, uh, and I even got a request that we talk about this shit. Nigga told me we needed to do. Shout out to Curve. He said. He need a uh, a review of this Malik Yoba interview on the Breakfast Club. Okay, I only got through about twenty two minutes of it because I had to tap out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I was a little too confused and I just didn't want to listen no more. It was giving me a headache. It was giving me a headache. Now maybe I'll go back and listen later. I doubt it, but I don't know. It's cool because we already had the same conversation that they had, except they did have people from those communities to kind of give their insight and, and help with certain language. Uh, this, this is probably going to sound crass, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Like, are we tap dancing around the fact that Malik Yoba is basically saying he's homosexual? Well, those are not the terminology that he chooses to use. He says that he is a, a cisgendered heterosexual male who likes women he said he does not like the men archetype. He don't like the he like women. Now, granted, uh, if the woman he likes used to be a man, he don't he, mind. Okay, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I that's, per- that's what that's what he identifies as him, himself as. God bless it. At the end of the day, like personally, I don't care. You know, I am a heterosexual man. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't need to go through all the labels. I'm a man and I like women, the kind that were born with vaginas, titties, 
fallopian tubes, <laughs> ovaries, like that's what I enjoy. If you do not have those things, you know, that's cool for you. I just don't want to stick my dick in it. Like that's that's not what I'm interested in. I like a hundred percent grade A USDA fucking women. So I mean, you know, you like what you like. I'm not knocking nobody for their choices. I can knock this choice. I'm about to say because I just got a sent an article today that says a transgender woman gets a new vagina made from fish skin. So some of y'all smell like fish, and some of y'all are getting fish fish pussies. I like. Hey, listen. Um. We not human no more. <laughs> like you, you mix it with animals and shit. Like I'm, I have a lot of questions about that fish skin vagina. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't get it. Uh, does it get? Does it get what? Does it get like? <laughs> does it get wet? <laughs> I mean, I'm but the, but then out. again, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to find, find out. out. That shit gonna be smelling like. Uh, it's it's just too many it's just too JJ's. many questions <laughs> <laughs> it's too many questions jj's fishing shrimp and shit i don't know dog this is it's a little bit too much for me and uh like in real life i did try to i tried to you know because at the end of the day i don't want to make nobody feel uncomfortable not at all that's never my purpose you know what i'm saying and i want to like, try and understand and be as inclusive as possible because right. like i'm not the type of person that hates what other people are doing like right, if that's right, right. who you are then God bless it. Like be be who you are. Yeah, be be exactly who you are. But I don't. But like like you said last week, when you telling me that two plus two don't equal four, like oh. no, nah, I understand logic and common sense. Also, oh side note, somebody had mentioned that when I last week I said one plus one equals one, uh, and they was like, well, no, one plus one equals two. So that's this long thing. I've been. Um, I used to do these meditation, read these Zen books, and, the, and the, the the little slogan was one plus one equals one. And he said the we normally think that one plus one equals two. We have a we think or we know that one plus one equals one. We even know that it's true because one plus one, one person plus another person equals love, and then love is one. Or if two people come together, they create one child. Yeah, these two, you know what I'm saying. But I say that shit so much when I was like one plus one equals one. Niggas like fam, you know one plus one equals two. Yeah, but all, that was a deeper philosophical. Yeah, all I'm just saying is like, look, <laughs> some shit. I don't care how you say it to me. I don't care how you explain it to me. Like, no, no, no. What no. I what I what I will say is this: uh, depending on how, however you choose to live your lifestyle, whatever you choose to identify as, whatever you feel that you are, I think you should be able to do that. I don't think you should be persecuted for it. I shouldn't treat you no different for it. You shouldn't be looked over for jobs um you shouldn't be physically harmed none of that like you should just be you know be you you know what i'm saying uh long as it's legal and you ain't hurt nobody i don't get no fuck yeah do what y'all do what y'all need to do i just don't have to be involved in everybody else's individual life i shouldn't have to um it shouldn't cost me anything for you to be you fair enough i think that's that's just as simple as it is yeah um, and I don't think I should have to give like a paragraph explanation of who and what the fuck I am. Because everybody like. up there, when they was like, well, what do we call you? And they was like, well, some people like to be called tranny. Some people like transgender. Some people says a person living a trans woman experience. Like it's four and five different. Def- like that's the reason no one knows what to call you because y'all don't know what to call yourselves. You know what I'm saying? That's not like a diss. But like literally, that's where the confusion is because every single person up there says something different. So I know that whole hour and fifteen minute conversation was supposed to like clear things up, but 
Shit had me confused. It muddied the water yeah. even more. Like, come on, man. What y'all? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I muddied the, muddied the water even more. And like, what if you a man who, in the Yoba's case, I know what he say here identifies. Like, if you a man who like women who used to be men, why can't you just say that you like men too? Because that's the truth. Like, right, that's a right. Nah, it's nah. nothing wrong with you saying that, right? If that's I, no, it's, no, it's nothing wrong with you being who the fuck you gonna be. Like we all adults, I don't have to take that. What you eat don't make me shit, man. Yeah, so. so I mean, nah, yeah. Uh, God bless it. Good night or good morning, <laughs> whichever one you prefer. Shit, someone argue that it may not be blessed by God, but that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother. Uh, that's a whole nother thing. Um, but this week was also been the uh, anniversary of 9-11. 18 years? Yeah. Uh, it's a long time, fam. It is. Before your kids was even born. Yeah, because I got a homeboy of mine that teaches, and he was like, you know, the, the generation of kids that we have now, they never lived through it. Yeah. I'll, Which is crazy to think of, but like my son, he, he lived through 9-11. Where were you when it happened? Uh, I was in Southfield, NIT. When this guy finished building a computer and shit, one of the homies came in. This nigga always lying. He always got a story. Like every morning, this nigga, y'all niggas ain't gonna believe. He always got a story. So when he walked in, was like, man, my mama on the phone, she said a plane just hit the uh, World Trade Center. He was like, whatever, nigga. You know what I'm saying? We went back to doing what we was doing and shit. And then like a couple minutes later, like another one hit. And then like shit just changed. You know what I'm saying? Because at the school, all the electronic and the computer teachers, they were like former military or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, they attitudes change. They start taking phone calls. Uh, one of my uh, professors' name was uh, Mr. Arsenault. This nigga said, we'll see you tomorrow. I was like, alright, i see you. see you tomorrow, Mr. A. He was like, if the country is still standing. I'm like, <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> my nigga, calm you know down. But it was weird, though. I went to work that afternoon in Dearborn. She was a ghost town in Fairlane. She yeah. was a ghost town. He told us to go home. That shit was a. Uh, it was an interesting. I used to intern at the studio out in uh, Highland Park, and I was on my off day from work. Is the day as I intern, and I was out there, and like they was talking about it. And I got a cousin that worked in the World Trade Center, so so I called her, and she was like, she was just like real frantic. She's like, it's some wild shit going down. They trying to tell us to stay at work. I'm leaving. And I was like, all right, well, call me when you get home. Because, like, we knew something happened, but, like, the news was still sketchy. Yeah. And then, like, we was in the studio. We had, like, four monitors up on the wall. And I watched the second plane, like, hit the building. I was like, oh, shit. Like, this shit is on fucking purpose. Like, I could understand possibly one plane hitting might have been a mistake. You know what's really interesting, dog? Is that it was a nigga in my classroom was like, they ain't nothing but Bin Laden. I've never heard the nigga name before. Nigga, never. Oh, nigga. He used to work for Lear and shit. It ain't nothing but that Bin Laden. Like, nigga, what? Who the fuck is Bin Laden? <laughs> like, I didn't know who that nigga was at, at all. when the day started. And it wasn't, by the way. I don't even want to have that conversation. But yeah. But yeah, I watched the second plane hit. And then I went to the crib. And then the blueprint came out that day. So I went to media play which was fucking empty, and I was like, y'all got that new Jay-Z, and niggas was looking at me like I was crazy. You didn't get that fab? Nah, I just grabbed the blueprint. Yeah, man. Because I I had heard the blueprint like two weeks early. I was like, oh yeah, I need that shit. 
and niggas were looking at me like I was crazy. There was nobody in media play except like, like two niggas, niggas up front. Yeah, like where the fuck the CDs at? But looking back on it, like it's it's the crazy. Like the world has changed so much since nine eleven. Like it's it's crazy. I remember like. When my grandparents like used to fly into town, we'd be able to walk to the gate and yeah. greet them at the gate and then go to the baggage claim. Like, it's just dead. You know, I fucking hate taking my shoes off in the airport, but like you gotta do that the fuck shit. Out of me, dog. Yeah. I don't like that shit. Me neither. Cause sometimes I don't wear socks. So I mean that's uh, <laughs> it's random as fuck, but like I don't yeah, I don't have socks on right now. Uh you should wear socks at the airport though. Um all right, maybe man. the airport should accommodate me. Maybe if you go through clear and all that pre-check shit, you just you just go straight through. You know, I can't go through pre-check. What's why? It's a long, it's a long story. I can't do pre-check. If you can get on a <laughs> plane, but you can't go through pre-check, no, I can't. That I can't. I tried to get pre-check and I was denied. So I, I can't do pre-check. <laughs> Your threat level too high. <laughs> you know, I got kicked out of Canada. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking I that might have something to do with it. You know, but I can't do pre-check. So, I got to stand in the line. All right, man. So, this other slash shit, man, I want to talk about some shit that's been going on this week. Uh, is with the GOAT, Antonio Brown. Oh, man. What you what have you been thinking about this whole situation? Uh, I think... On, on the, the beginning, fr- on the front of it, like he looks like a buffoon, but essentially he got what he wanted. Like the Patriots were trying to trade. Are you talking about the sexual assault? Shit? No, we get to that later. Why does he look like a buffoon? Because it looked like he pretty much pouted and just turned into like a terrible teammate to get out of a situation in Oakland. And granted, while the Patriots supposedly tried to trade for him when he was still a part of the Steelers, but they wanted a first and second round pick and Bill Belichick wasn't going for it. So he ended up forcing his way into Oakland, you know, and getting that 30 million guaranteed. The Steelers wouldn't trade him. They wouldn't trade him to a division rival. I mean, which is pretty typical. But why does he like a buffoon? Because he, because only thing that happened was he filed a grievance with the league. That process played out. He filed another grievance that process played out and he went back to work. Like that's the that's what you're supposed to do. But then he was skipping out on walkthroughs, skipping out on practices. He Beforehand, got forehand when the nigga feet was fucked up. No, even it was after that. It was after that. He he ended up getting fined like almost three hundred thousand and he left twenty one million dollars in guaranteed money on the table. He making twenty four million dollars this year. No, 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 no. He's not. He's not. He's he, making twenty four million dollars this year. He's not not with the Patriots. He signed. Uh, he he his, he got ten million guaranteed. He got million. nine million guaranteed. No, a no. million dollar signing bonus, and he can earn up to another five in incentives. Now, in the second year, of that contract no, no. is worth twenty. No, he got ten million, five in incentives, and he got a nine million dollar signing bonus. He gonna fuck around, and make twenty four million dollars in one year. You're incorrect, Jason. You're incorrect. Well, ESPN must have lied to me. ESPN was incorrect. That's that's incorrect information because he he can earn the bulk of that money in the second year of the deal. So, I mean, he walked away from essentially 21, an additional twenty one million dollars in guaranteed money. No, he did not walk away from anything. They fined them two hundred and fifteen thousand dollars, specifically that amount, because that was the amount they needed to void his guaranteed money. So they voided his contract, the guaranteed money and say, you bought the work 
uh, week to week. week to week. That ain't guaranteed no more. I didn't walk away from guaranteed money. You fuck my shit up and I'm still suing you niggas because I got a contract that says I guaranteed a certain amount of money. You can't then go back and unguarantee it. There's always language in the contract to protect the owners. He didn't. the The biggest thing is he didn't want to be in Oakland. Now he's in a beautiful situation with Tom Brady. We're essentially barring injury. I don't think. That I he, think the Patriots could probably win the Super Bowl this year. I don't think that he didn't want to be in Oakland. I mean, that's been the narrative. Is that like, what the hell, man? Shit, right? Mm-hmm. He was like, dog. I was like, I got one neck and I got one brain. And I'm going to wear the helmet that I think protect me the best in that. If I want to wear this helmet and there's a process put in place via the collecting bargain agreement where I can file a grievance, why the fuck y'all niggas mad? Y'all put these rules in place. Once the arbitrator, they found, then they found the helmet when the shit was over the first time. Like I found one that fits. It's like, all right, cool. We're just going to throw, we're going to go some little testing and then we'd be good. They tested it. was like, no, nah, this shit don't work. He filed another grievance under the collective bargain agreement. Like that's what you're supposed to do. I follow all the rules. Y'all niggas said I was crazy. Y'all made it like I was doing something wrong. I filed a grievance, and then once the shit was over, the arbitrator made his decision, and I went back to work. Yeah, I don't have that's that's not the issue that I have with 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 the filing the hit the helmet grievance. But like that nigga was acting the ass too, like skipping practice, trying to. Now I did think it was funny when he tried to run up on the GM and called him all type of crackers and shit. Because I just think a break. That. That's not ESPN. Read this. That's oh, I'm sorry. Newsweek is incorrect because it says Brown officially joined the Patriots on Monday, signing a one-year contract, which includes a nine million dollars signing bonus, ten million dollars guaranteed, with further five million dollars more in incentives. He making twenty-four million dollars this year. That's ten million guaranteed in total, Jason. In total, I when I signed the contract, I got nine million, and then ten million is guaranteed. Right. So another million. That's your guarantee. The nine million plus another one is your ten guarantee, Jason. I think we understanding this differently. <laughs> no, no, I understand it correctly. You, you're the one with the issue. You didn't graduate from Chaos Tech. I did. Barely, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga. You was crying in the parking lot four minutes before graduation, nigga. Don't tell me about no cast, nigga. <laughs> oh shit. Um, you didn't go to community college. I did. Actually, I went to Wayne College, community college for a couple. But no, nah, he that's 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 where the money, that's where the fifteen million this year is guaranteed, and then he got the opportunity to make, you know, a, a, another bulk of the money next year if they pick up the player option. Um, Either way, like he getting paid, like booming. Yeah, get paid, young nigga, get paid. And then as soon as he do all this shit, they want to come out with some rape allegations and shit. I just don't believe the shit. I don't believe the rape allegations because this is a civil suit, not a criminal suit. She want paper. I'm not about. I don't know her, and I'm not. I'm not going to disparage that, but because um, I don't know what happened and all this shit. But from my understanding, this was a while ago, and y'all been sitting on this information, and like y'all literally don't want the nigga to play another down. As soon as all that shit die out. Then y'all hit him with that. Like, that shit smell, that shit smell, smell fishy. Smell like a smear campaign. But my biggest thing, the only reason, I, the biggest reason I question it is because it's a civil suit. Like, if you really felt, and and I'm not going to play like victim shaming, victim blaming, not none of that shit. But if you really felt sexually assaulted, I don't understand the reason why you wouldn't go for the criminal aspect and a civil suit. Because if, if he broke the law, then, you know, he should subsequently pay for it. But if you just want 
the check. Yeah, that's just weird. I don't know, man. But but I don't know what I don't know what victims go through in those circumstances. I'm not even going to try and play like I get it, like I understand what her thought process is or reasoning. But I just it just smells a little fishy to me. That's all. I don't know, man. Smell like fake fish pussy. <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> uh, we do got a we got a guest in the building today, though, man. And he came bearing gifts. Yes, man, bearing gifts and the gifts that smell really good. I've been trying to wait, you know, what I'm saying, until we got finished our regular shit before I slide this over <laughs> here. <laughs> I, I ain't ate shit all day, man. <laughs> uh, but um, we have the owner and operator of uh, Premium. Uh, Premium taste catering? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, they want to get it wrong. Your, go ahead and introduce yourself, my brother. <laughs> well, since y'all did y'all introduction <laughs> so I mean, well, I like mean, if I you love them. If you got one. Like if, I love them. It's your man's ghetto Ted Turner, the taste bud bully. Mr. Tongue Crack himself. Meet me in the back of mix because I got it. Mr. Make it happen. Yeah. Mr. I'll Premium take it. taste himself. I'll take What's it. What's happening? Hey, What's man. I'm happy to have you here. And you... Man, you these explain, potatoes look good. You look what amazing. You, what you brought for us today? Yes, I bought our Alfredo potatoes. Um, one with steak, one with our citrus fire salmon. Oh, you about to eat? Man, I'm gonna give it hey, a taste. Yeah. Oh, I was about to say because I was little, trying. I was trying to something. wait. Yeah, I was trying to wait, but I was like, I don't want it to get cold. No, I'm gonna eat. I'm yes, it's nice and warm, made fresh. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Good <laughs> nigga ain't ate all day. I just bought my kids some hot and ready's because I was like, if it's something that comes through the studio, I don't want to share with my children. <laughs> yes, and they're gonna smash that hot and ready. They're not gonna, they're not gonna cherish. No, not the, at all. The the potato and this ain't gonna make it home. Yeah, this is definitely not making home. I got a long night in the studio, man. Um, actually, so I'm glad you can stop by, my brother. Yes, man. We've been trying to get it together. Yeah, man. For I'm for, glad we did. For and you said you're cooking at mix. Yes. Okay. We had mix on uh, Thursday through Sunday. Thursday we got bike night. Friday we got thank God it's mix Fridays. Celebration Saturdays, and uh, and it tastes amazing. Day day party Sundays that go into the night. It just going until we got the Sunday. We got the Lions home opener. So we're gonna be tailgating real big. That's what's up. How long have you been a chef? Ah uh, man, I, I really don't like to say chef. Okay, cook is that uh, a better term? What do, what do you, what do you like I, I am say? a caterer. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm a good-ass cook. <laughs> uh, chefs, you know what I'm saying, they have degrees. Unfortunately, I did not make it to school. You know what I'm saying? So, hey man, I all just, chefs don't got degrees. I just, I just, right. I, I, no, I'm saying that's where it comes from. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's where the name chef comes from, gotcha. from a degree, because you're learning the, the, the safeties and the rules and the regulations and things of that nature. Yeah. Now, cooking, <laughs> I hate to say you know what I'm saying? Some chefs can't cook. No, you're right. You you're right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm trying not to smack. <laughs> so here, but like the salmon is cooked perfectly, my brother. Cooked yes. perfectly. Yes, thank you, thank you. Man. So so who taught you how to get down in the kitchen? Well, it's it's a funny story. I mean, I know y'all remember Votech. Oh yeah, back in high school. Yeah, uh, I just I just wanted a one to four. I just wanted to get in, <laughs> get out, get in, get out. They was like. My counselor was like, look, you can go to Voltec for the other three, four hours, but you're going to have to do something. Yeah. So they showed me the list of little things that we could do, and um, uh, I didn't want to work on cars. I should have took up computers because <laughs> right now it's booming, booming. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But uh, hospitality and uh, culinary arts was was intriguing at that moment because it was food. So I thought it was something that would be easy. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I was like, like I said, it was just to get out of school. So signed up, did that, got to the bright off, got the bright off, and my teacher <laughs> was twenty one years old. A lady? No. Oh my son. Guy, uh, Mendel Crawford. Um, he went. He graduated from Redford. Went to school two, three years. Got his degree. Came back and was teaching. So I thought that was amazing. Yeah, he was. He was fresh out. Shit, twenty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he went. He still hollering at the eighteen year old girls on campus and shit. you know that second semester, twelfth grade. You, you know, know what I'm saying. Eighteen. <laughs> yeah, twenty one. I mean. <laughs> We're not doing nothing wrong. That's real talk. I'm just saying. But yeah, so that inspired me to uh, actually take it serious. And then um, I started working different jobs that kind of like evolved and came around. Everywhere you've been out to eat, I've been hired, fired, or quit from <laughs> over the 22 years. Oh, that's, wow. a, that's a real professional, man. You know, actually, I did a similar. You know what I'm saying? In my 12th grade, I wanted to, I think I had a one to three. Mm-hmm. And I took up the cooking shit too, but I didn't really. I was working at Boston Market. <laughs> okay. So I just went to my regular job at like five o'clock in the afternoon. And okay. Shit. And just did I just, Joe. I just was out. I was, I was done like at 10 30, 11 o'clock. So my whole 12th grade yeah, year. I was loving that. I had like, I went to school for like three hours. Yeah, I was lucky, man. I was doing a one to eight. Both semesters of twelfth grade. I had to catch up because you tried to graduate. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was begging for credits. Yeah. I was doing a one to eight. Yeah, man, I was just still. I mean, yeah, that's real. <laughs> I fucked up. Hey, <laughs> like, yeah, them, man, we. There was a rough do, four years. We all do. <laughs> them first two years for me was uh, real crazy. Where'd so. you come out of? Um, ninety nine four Henry Ford. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shit, my you you know my cousin there, Garrett. He uh, graduated ninety nine and four and shit. Garrett. Football, Probably number so. 20. Um, but like I said, I was uh, <laughs> I was really trying to get up out that boy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think that's that's every senior. Like, what can I do to minimize this day and have enough credits to walk across that stage? Man, what? Peacefully. Yeah. And I was, man, it, it, I was so glad it happened. <laughs> so you've been um, in the culinary arts for quite some time. Yes. And you say you've been cooking at a bunch of different places. When did you come to the determination like look I'm gonna do this full time for a living and wanna start your own business um that probably came about seven eight years ago uh I was working at Pantheon number one day shift oh, yeah. oh you were responsible for them coming uh, to the stage next <laughs> Mercedes <laughs> yeah so you know with that and social media and party promoters were Looking to book me outside of yeah the club. Well, so hold on, party promoters book. So party book promoters the was was a I guess I mean I've never started no 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 I mean like I mean, help, help me understand yeah I never heard that so you know somebody might have Tuesday nights at Pantheon or whatnot I'm cooking they like oh I got a, another party at for instance Club Fame over in Hamtramck with my homeboy Fifty Bars. He was like, I got another college party over here that I do. Can we ain't got no food? Can is it something that you could do? Oh, that's the lit. So we put it together and was like, yeah, okay. You know what I mean, shit, you learn something new every day. I didn't know the the, the cooks is getting booked 
<laughs> Book like the dancers and shit. Dog, dog, real shit. You real got a shit. good product, man. Yeah. I mean, like, when you offer services, man, that shit ain't going to never go away. You right. always need something to eat. No, but I just figure, like, like Pantheon, for example, I figure they got they got to have, like, an in-house staff for the most part. I mean, they, they banging damn near seven, seven days a week. It's a, um, It's like a basketball team, football team. It's a machine. You know what I'm saying? So no matter what, the door's got to open. So you you really don't know who's going to be, you know what I'm saying, doing what. Okay. You know what I mean? It's just we need two cooks. We need ten dancers. We need four security guards. Yeah. Not we need Carl. Tom, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we just going to put this in place because these doors have to open and the machine has to be running. Okay. So. That's how that is. And I mean, low-key, some of these strip clubs got better food than some of the restaurants around the city. Yeah, because they really do spend money on that, on the on on quality of their food, because they know how important that is for someone to drink yeah. and stay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not not dip. We need you to drink, order, to eat, get a couple of dances, and then get us something else to drink before you go. Then you're going to come back for the lamb chops. Like, for sure. I know the two dollar lamb chops like that shit was like that shit was like crack hitting in the eighties like when that shit Real first shit. hit like I didn't touch a lamb chop in my in my career until I hit Pantheon and now like everybody got if you don't have two dollar lamb chops like you missing out on business everybody got them shits yeah everywhere yes hey, but this was twenty sixteen I keep micing myself out so I don't be chewing but it's shit good as hell yeah it is and I see. Like, I see you micing yourself on and off while I'm smacking the motherfucking mic. I'm going to be professional. Right. <laughs> and so, you said this was, like, about 2016? Yeah, so this is 2015, 2016, before it started hitting into um, regular bars and, and clubs. We was the first one to put it into, like, a regular club, which okay. was club fame and mix. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, everything else that came about after that is because of... What y'all did? Um, I mean, you, because you of the take strip credit club. for it. Take credit for you it. Be a trendsetter. It's all right. Because of what the strip club. Did. Okay. Nice <laughs> humble approach. A lot of careers is made in the strip club, man. Hey, man. Rap careers. Yes, yes, uh, definitely. Cooking careers. DJs. DJs. You know, I remember when RJ Lamont. I don't know if y'all familiar. Yeah, with I know RJ. I remember when he was, you know, holding the bag for the DJ. You know what I mean? Now, you know. He out here. He out here. Producing, he doing his doing thing. I always wanted to be a strip club moving. DJ. I just thought that was the best job in the world. Like, I play rap music and I look at naked women all night. And duck every couple. Yeah. <laughs> Got duck sometimes. And, I, and I'm you sure you eat to, your fair you share of shit. You have to deal with them. Oh, yeah. You have to deal with them, too. Yeah, you play so, the wrong You play the, the wrong song. Skip them. Or they don't go up. You got to find them. It's a lot of rules you switch the song to them. You switch the song too many times. You done made a nigga dance go from 40 bucks to $60. Now he mad at you. Like, nigga, you only paid the song for 30, you only played 32 the song. seconds. Yeah. They get like, two minutes and a half. That's it? I don't care if the song is three minutes and 30 seconds. They're going to speed it up and cut it at that point where it needs to be cut. Got to get that money. Yes, sir. Damn. Like you say, it's the machine. It's, it's like, a machine. It's yeah. really, really a machine. I know I know another uh, a cook or a chef uh, used to do at Pantheon. I know a couple. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when once one get hot, move out. Like, hey, nigga, we need two. Bring somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take the recipe with me, though. Fuck it. It's really, the, you know. Like, to this day, I can still walk in and, uh, you know, make something take happen a shift. If, if need be. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's what's up. We still, we still good. Good peoples. I did have desserts on their menus and stuff like that. 
Um, but I mean, that speaks to you more of a, a person in your professionalism as well, right. too, that you yes. still you still got those relationships where you can do that. Exactly. Exactly. Because I'll tell you something. I, didn't, I can tell you a lot of places I don't work and I'm not welcome. <laughs> I mean, Security might stop can, me at can, the door. I can mention those, too. Now, besides, uh, <laughs> clearly, that's where you got your start off. Then uh, where did it, when did it change where, like, all right, I'm doing, like, catered events for businesses and corporate events? How did okay. that kind of switch? Um, so I was, the like I said, um, we were doing the parties or whatnot. And then we had did my mom's uh, 60th birthday party. And me, my girl, my homeboy, my homegirl, we put it together, decorations, her, um, my girl's mom, stuff like that. Nice little team. And we did everything from A to Z. Yeah. And people was like, dang, who did this? Who did the decorations? Who did the food? Who did this? Who did the invitations? And they was like, oh, man, you should start your own company. And at that time, I was uh, working with Mo Better Blues as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a jazz club downtown. was a jazz club downtown. And then um, they ended up closing down. There's the opportunity right yeah. there. Because for so Perfect long, for, for so long, I would have been like, I'm cool. I'm making this, I'm getting this check. It's low responsibility. Boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? Now, with the the entrepreneurship, owning your own business, this shit is around the clock. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? So it was. Oh, we know. <laughs> it, it was a step that you had to take and you had to be sure you wanted to take. So we did start the company, but it, it was two years before I actually walked away from everything to. To do pursue it full time. Yeah. Had you ever um, run any business before that? Uh, we did. Um, me and my homeboy started a music um, company, Top Shelf Entertainment, back in uh, like 06. Okay. Um, so I was doing the rapping thing. We was writing, uh, acting, doing plays and stuff like that. Um, so other than that, and that's not even really a comparison. You yeah, know what I mean? I, I, we've all um, had a company myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a really comparison because, I mean, both both of the things, of course, we went in blind pretty much. But that that music, man. It's a whole different animal. It's a whole different. And everybody in the city, like, I don't want to put the air quotes like we do music. We drop in the project. Like, that's that's everybody you talk to in the city. And, I mean, it's a, it's a crab in a bucket type of mentality but shit even on the catering end like you look at it so many different catering companies in the city what mm-hmm. what do you feel like really separates you from the rest of um the number one thing that separates us i believe is our customer service is 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 really impeccable i got a team right now that's kind of like they look at the business as if it's theirs that's okay good. you know what i mean and when you got that which I haven't had in the four or five years. Like, it just came around these last maybe year and a half. So I could just feel the complete difference in the vibe. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not super stressed out if we got three or four events in one day because I know that my people going to handle it. Yeah. So that's... And that's, you know, that's something that's so important and I think people, like, kind of turn, don't give enough credit Two is customer service because if I go somewhere and you treat me like shit, I'm never going back there again. And that terrible service, and that's that word of mouth, great, yeah, that word of mouth is going to spread, Literally. spread fast as wildfire. Like all of our business essentially is word of mouth. Facts. And I mean, and the fact that me and Jay, we try, like when we have sessions, we try and be here on time, greet yeah. you, be professional. I mean, we we've, we've patronized other studios that we paid. 
good money for it that didn't that didn't give us that level of service, didn't treat us like our dollar matter. And mm-hmm. you know, that was probably one of the things that propelled us mm-hmm. to open up Shop Talk because we was like, well, fuck, we spend the money, we get an audio back a week later, you know, shit. We just weren't we just weren't getting that yeah. return on the money that we was putting out, and the service was piss fucking poor. Yeah, and see that 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 really that really destroys a business like real real bad. Like I said, because even if the food is good, like you said, you're not you're not coming back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If the waitress is Man, it's a, snotty or or not being attentive, attentive, it's a you uh, gonna carry. <laughs> I'm gonna carry out. Yeah, it's a restaurant uh, that's a staple in the city. I won't say their name because I I like you still them. eat there. I do, um, and they black on. You know what I'm saying? But like everybody say, their food is really good and they have a good time there. But the service is just horrible. Like they when they when they talk about like, look, food gonna be good. Gonna take you a long time to get your food though, and the waitress or the waiter waitress is probably gonna have an attitude. Like they prep you before you go in there, so you already know. And it's it's really it's unfortunate, but the food is really good. And when you go in there, you do have a good time. But that I don't want to deal with that fuck shit. You know I don't want to deal with it. Especially if I'm with a, if I'm if I'm on a date or some shit, I'm bringing I'm taking somebody in there with me. I'm like, look, come on, man. Like. I'm not do me a little better than that because I'm yeah. spending my money. Like I work hard for this shit, and right. I just don't want to give it away. Yeah, I don't care how good the food is. Like, get give me some, give me something more back for. Give me, give me a quality experience back for it. When you ever booked the gig, was like, damn man, I can't believe this person reached out to me, or how did these people find me? Uh yes. Uh, and I wonder how do they find me. And I still, <laughs> I still wonder. Um, we did an event with Chase. Chase Morgan. Okay. And, I mean, it was small, but I was just like, okay, we on the map. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, oh, I call you because you did this baby shower I was at. Or, yeah, I know your cousin, Nook Nook and them. He said that you got, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? This was like really corporate. You know what I mean? And I just thought that was real big. We had a um, we had a discussion with Delta to do something one time and then pan out. But that was a. That yeah, was that was level. that was something. Yeah, yeah. I was different type at, of I was budget. Looking at people like man, what, <laughs> what, fam? <laughs> I got Delta on the line, man. What you talking? You ever did any out of state gigs, out of town gigs? Um, that we produced ourselves pretty much. Um, because I like doing that. Like whenever we travel or go to do something, I try to find either somebody I know or or connect with somebody that knows somebody in that city to kind of like do a party or something or cater something. So we've done um, actually a private dinner for 15 at a, um, in Texas, Grand Prairie, Texas. Okay. Um, of course, we did my brother's um, daughter graduation down in Georgia. So just doing these things is kind of like it does open up the window. People do be like, oh, you travel too. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. So it's definitely, definitely on our mind, and we'd love to do that. So are you looking to expand the business itself outside of the city? or? Yes. My parents just moved to Georgia recently, um, February, and my mom was definitely a, a, a good help. You know what I'm saying? So she was – I was like, oh, you moving? My brother like, come on down. I'm about to pay y'all rent, this, that, mm. and the other. So they like, we out. We about to sell this house and we gone. <laughs> so I couldn't knock that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a good deal. <laughs> that's a good deal. <laughs> so, uh, so she was like, yeah, we just have to set up shop down, down, down in Georgia. And I just, you know, 
Well, you know, I thought that was dope. Down south like to eat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying definitely. So he, he already know that's. What so time I got is. a lot of family down there. My brothers is down there, and um, and our cousins and stuff like that. So it is, it is an idea. So what's uh? Is it, so y'all, you bring us these 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 fire ass potatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your? Do you have like a signature dish? Uh, our company was built off the lamb chops and our um, five cheese macaroni. Okay. Um, that's oh, I judge niggas off macaroni, man. Huh? I judge people All off right. macaroni. I'm definitely, I'm definitely on you next time, man. I judge my relationships off macaroni. If that's she can't, real. if she hey, can't, that's real. We may that's not real. make it. And hey, man, we, that's one of the hardest things for me to cook is macaroni. How about this? I didn't got into. I've I've never made macaroni and cheese, right? Mm-hmm. But Still I, to this day. Yeah, for sure. I never made it myself. Okay. But I've entered into a, a macaroni cook off with someone, and I've never made the shit. I'm going to win because. <laughs> That's the type of shit I do. Uh, so I, I reached out to Netta. I told her, like, Netta, I, 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 first off, I think I can do anything. And so far. Stop and, lying to people. And start, it's nothing I can't do. Uh, so, so far, that's that's been worked out for me 100% of the time. So I t- reached out to Netta. It was like, look, I need the recipe. She sent me all the thing. I'm like, then I need you to come over, cook it. Let me watch you cook it. And then I'm going to make my own. And then I'm good. I'm in there. Yeah, man. Like, that's. So, like, my kids, when when dad cooks macaroni, it's out of a box, uh, typically. I, I tried, no, no, for the first time, I tried baked macaroni, like, last year. The first time I made it, it was it was like white people macaroni. I put uh, some breadcrumbs on, uh, on the top of it. <laughs> That's what the instructions said. Uh, I was just so shit. intimidated by, like, did trying it, to make baked mac and cheese. It, the instructions come from Kraft? <laughs> nah, man, I looked it up on Pinterest. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. And my, my, my kid's dog. You got to look that shit up on Facebook because you'll find a you'll find a ghetto recipe on yes. Facebook somewhere. Not Pinterest. Pinterest is going to be the white folks. Pinterest is definitely going to be the white folks. <laughs> you, because my, you know, my ex-wife. She like, photograph well on Pinterest. Yeah, it, it looked good. It looked good. But like when I was adding the, like my daughter is very like real, real particular about her food. And she was in the kitchen like watching me. Like put the breadcrumbs on top, too? and she she was like, "That's not how mom makes it." <laughs> I said, "But this this the remix is gonna be just as the good." Remix, baby. <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> "She was like, nah, this isn't how mom makes it." it and I was using all type of you cheese. You made them eat it. Yeah, nigga, I made dinner. This is this part of fucking dinner. You, you knew that shit was nasty. Why you make them eat that shit? Because I tried, my nigga. Like, it's you it's, want a participation trophy? I thought you was anti-participation <laughs> trophy. I thought it was gonna be good, but like all the cheeses, the combinations of cheeses that they was putting on Pinterest were like some cheeses I had never heard of before. So I was like, it's not a lot of cheddar in this bitch, but I think I can pull it off, and it it wasn't good. So is your, your fire cheese macaroni is that a, is that a, like a secret recipe, or could you tell this man what cheeses you <laughs> should use, or? Yeah, we could definitely put you together off air. <laughs> um, that's what I was just gonna say too. I was like, because me and my girl, we did a a mac and cheese competition between our our two, and I just had to, I had to be real and be oh, like, my, this, my, yours need, is it. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I still may need a, I, need, I may need a recipe because I mine ain't it because I ain't never did this. Oh no, before. no, we'll get you the recipe. We'll oh, get good, you the recipe. Good, good, yeah, because yeah. neither was neither was think, mine. I, can't I think lose. it'll be like two ninety nine or something <laughs> like that. But we'll get you together. <laughs> I just know Click I can't the link. lose. Uh, I just can't lose because you know that's not the type of shit I do. Um, so the macaroni and cheese, you said the yep. uh, the uh, the lamb or the steaks, the, uh, the uh, lamb, chops, lamb chops. Yeah, anything that was produced through 
Pantheon, because like I said, with, the, uh, with social media and everybody like, that's what I see and then that's what I want. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for us to do new things or even to do, you know what I mean, something that I want to try or something that's been on the list for years. What's something that's on What's something that you want to try? Because um, well, we got listeners from all over. So people are staying away from pork. Okay. But we got we got this. Me, I'm staying away from it. We got this pork tenderloin that's uh, that's fire. Okay? okay. It tastes like barbecue sauce without the sauce. If you can, if you can imagine that, barbecue chip on a tenderloin. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm I'm not afraid of pork. So okay. I mean, I'm okay. I'm open okay. to shit. Okay. Yeah, I'm All not right. afraid oh, of pork. So, oh, don't get me wrong. The shit is fucking amazing. Okay, I'm just not. You've eating. had it. I'm t- oh, I'm not not this. Oh, okay. I'm saying pork in general. The shit is yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah, pork in, in general just, is amazing. Just, so, nigga, you don't eat bacon? I don't. I ain't had bacon in about eight years. And I was the biggest bacon motherfucker. That the shit is still fucking amazing. Okay. Pepperoni, amazing. Ham, amazing. Bacon, amazing. But you know, I just backed off of it. Okay. YouTube videos and you know, uh, things that I got, what they what they've been putting up, talking about you know the the. The pigs eating dirt and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so, I haven't seen the pig so, eat the whole face of a nigga. So. <laughs> hey, look, I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Once you, once you cook it and fry it, it God made dirt. Dirt don't hurt, so it's, it's over with. Yeah, yeah, and them three hundred fifty degrees is, is killing. It. Yeah, okay. trust me. Okay, well uh, done. <laughs> do desserts as well. Yeah, we do desserts as well. We uh Mountain Dew pound cake. That's probably something that y'all. A function uh, pound cake. You know what Mountain I'm saying? I haven't Dew heard of. We'll okay. do the Mountain Dew pound cake. Now, see, the only thing that I that worries me, and not, not to even cut you off with dessert, because yeah. like cooking is a feeling. Like yeah. you can you can feel like maybe a little bit more salt, maybe like but bacon, that's fucking chemistry. Like you, yeah, you so you fucked that up. So I personally stay away. Okay. <laughs> Some on the team. I'm not, the I'm not the baker. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? But we do do baking. Yes. Yes. And that's why I stay away because I'm like I said, when I'm cooking, I'm like, like you said, when baking, you got to be super precise. You know, or you kind of look like G Garvey. It's going to be over. <laughs> like in real life, you kind of look like G Garvey. I mean, I shit. think I'll take it a little bit, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I've been uh, hearing a lot lately, so it's crazy. Not so you that. say you got the, the Mountain Dew pound cake. What other yep. kind of dessert? Um, we do the brookie. That's a, a brownie and a chocolate chip cookie baked together. Mm. That you know sounds, what I mean? That sounds delicious. That's yes. like the opposite of the pikey. Yeah, yeah. Okay. One of my homegirls, like she got a uh she do these pie cookies. You know what I'm saying? They're called pikeys, whatever. She was uh she won the, the what's the Steve Harvey joint? Um Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, when man. When they go out to uh Vegas. Well, I don't know if they I think they had it at LA last time. Yeah, but uh but that's I wanna try that. Yeah. I we have to have you back for desserts next time. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll bring that in. And then the um, banana But split I mean, we'll patronize too. Like, I'm, I'm just not trying to get get all the freebies. I don't <laughs> no, want to no, no, we'll put the together. wrong shit out here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, like, sir. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, we can have you cater the next event we do. You know Hell yeah. Hell yeah. The next live podcast shit we do. We'll have you uh, do the food. That'll be dope. Yeah, it will. That'll be dope. Yeah. Um, Where can people find you to, to book you? All right. So, Instagram, Facebook. Premium Taste Catering LLC. Um, you can just Google it at this point. Oh um, shit! Because um, hold on, I'm, I think I got some gunshots around here. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's when it's a, when we when we started popping up on Google. Like that's when it felt. That's, that's when, when it, it feels real. real. Like like I do understand that websites are important. 
I just haven't I haven't crossed that bridge at this moment. Okay, but I mean, social media could everybody's on their cell phone all day long. You you got an Instagram, Twitter, so or why, Facebook. That's why I kind of like you know. I mean, I guess that's another reason that we it's prolonged because mm-hmm. it's like it's happening. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. It's happening. You don't really need you don't really need a website as much these days. I mean, if you on social media and you active. Oh shit! Just hit me that, there. That's the website. Yeah. Depends on your audience, some and what your service is. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Depends on what your service is. Some people feel more comfortable at a website. Some shit like I'd rather go to your social. You know what I'm saying? Or your Facebook page. You, Look, I want to see pictures. I want to see pictures yeah, of the see food. Pictures. You want right. to see pictures of the food. You want to see us in action. I, I and see then comments from regular people. A lot of times, people look at the website to simplify things. You know what I mean? We want to sit down. We want to talk to you. Yeah. We want to see what your event is about. We want to create the menu for your event, not just chicken, mashed potatoes, green beans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Here, this is what this So it becomes be. a more intimate experience exactly. when, when, exactly. when they deal with you one-on-one. Exactly. Okay. Because okay. you know how, the, how it's going to cook the food, how they're going to match. The, I mean, because everything on the menu may not go to, to go together at a given time. Exactly. This is a standing event? No. This. And then I want you to know me, like you were saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want you to know me and what we about. You know what I'm saying? So that way it won't be this, oh, I'm supporting black business. That's cool. Don't get me wrong. Support If that's going to be your first strike to support me because of black business, I'm cool with that. But I need you to support me because of business, because I handle it. Cause good because good Because of good food. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not just because I'm black. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a, I can appreciate that a thousand call me, percent. Call me because I'm back. But keep coming back because I'm good. Because yeah. of, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. And like you said, having diversifying or even kind of catering the menu towards what I want. Because I hate when I go to a bank. Like you go to a baby shower, it's fucking meatballs, spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, meatballs, <laughs> spaghetti with the cheat with the crab slices on top. You know what I'm saying? Like some baby showers. <laughs> yeah, hood baby. You know. Though I do really like spaghetti and meatballs <laughs> with, the che- with the cheese on top. They do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Like, no, nah, that's not on the menu, sir. But I don't like going to banquets and it's just baked chicken, green beans, mashed potatoes. Like, I don't. And you see, that's why I said that the first yeah. thing. So people, but this is how people book. They say, I was at this event that you did. We want exactly that. Mm. No, no, you don't. Like, like let's talk I about just, it. Like, no. I just be like, are you? <laughs> no, you don't. Like, let me send you this information over. Why don't you look through it and, mm. you know what I'm saying? Then they call back with a different perspective, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how, what's the, who are you expecting at this event? How old are they going to be? You know what I'm saying? Like, if if I got some young folks in there, I may not go through the same Baked menu chicken. that I got for the 60 to 65 exactly. and up exactly. crowd, you know? Yeah. yeah, if it's a retirement banquet, that's one thing. But, like, yeah. nigga, yeah. I'm celebrating the birth of my baby. I don't want no fucking baked chicken. Like, you know what I'm saying? What yeah. a lamb, me and my niggas want lamb chops and douce. Fam, y'all, tw- y'all had a 22-year-old birth. I mean, uh, 22-year-old baby shower. The lamb chops is going to get off. Fuck you know yeah. what I'm saying? Versus. And they're going to get them. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be like, oh, we want this, 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 and this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I eat 10 of them bitches in, in a sitting. Yeah, she Hands had, down. We had some of Oh, uh, hell yeah. When Nina bought the lamb chops, I yeah. ate about 15 so of them bitches. 15, so you're going to eat 30 of mine. Hey, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm with real. it. I'm with it. They said they're the new chicken wing. <laughs> hey, man, I ain't never seen so, many, so much lamb get sold in my fucking life. I'm trying to tell you, man. Hey, man, I, know, I thought I lamb know, chops. I know I done went through a, a lot by myself, so. Growing up, I thought that shit was a delicacy because we didn't eat it in the house. Like I probably had lamb twice in my life or before I started. Parmesan. Oh yeah, before I started going to like titty bars, I probably ate lamb twice. I probably have not. I have not before. Besides you know titty bar, I, mean? I never had no, no lamb chop. 
Because even out of town, they're like, oh, them lamb chops. Y'all got them lamb chops up there. Niggas know. <laughs> yeah. Like, them boys everywhere. It's Niggas just. Know. They like Coney. The way that they, they like Coney wings now. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's just the way that it's marketed now. So they like the new the new wing ding, the new chicken If you wing. go somewhere right now and they tell me they're not $2 a pop, like, I'm side-eyeing niggas. Like, so well, why think, the fuck not? But I did have. I, that's that's more strip club-like. Yeah. yeah. They will have a $2 night at a regular club. But the strip club could do that every day because we're not making charge the money you to sit off down. Of, yeah, yeah. They charge nineteen dollars for a shot of Ramen. It's the Walmart it's effect. Like yeah. Walmart sells shit real cheap because you coming in there, you're gonna buy some. You buying something else? I can sell you a DVD for four dollars because I don't make my money off a of DVD. You know what I'm right. saying? The strip club exactly. is not trying to make the money off of food, off food, lamb chops. Lamb yeah. chops. So we can break. Like you said, they the they know that shot of Remy. You're going to spend 19 and yeah. you're going to get two, three of them just yeah, to get your buzz going. Two dollars. Yeah. yeah. Well, shit, I'm, I, 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 like I, I saved 20. Now I'm going to get a dance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, shit. Matter of fact, I was going to, I was going to, I didn't save like $35, $40. Let me get two dances. Let me go ahead and spend that. Yeah. yeah. What I saved. <laughs> All it takes is and one. Now drink. they like, ha-ha. One drink, losing up them inhibitions and shit. And I was like, well, you know what I'm saying? I got it. I got it. I got know, it. i get paid tomorrow anyway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Next thing you know, you you twelve dancers deep with the same dancer. Now you over at the motherfucking ATM with shit, sweating and shit, trying sweating, to, trying to do loan division. Like, all right, if I do, if I overdraft this account, and uh, like know. if I run out of here, security really gonna catch me. Yeah, man. Uh, man, but say yo, say where they can find you again, man. Yes, Premium Taste Catering LLC, Instagram, Facebook, Premium Taste Catering. The P is for premium. You can look up hashtag tongue crack, hashtag flavor you can see, hashtag the taste bud bullies. Ask your mama, ask your daddy, ask your auntie, especially if she be downtown somewhere. I got the cook up. Yeah, I like that. I, I like that. Me. That's the name of this episode, actually. I got the cook up. Now, do you still, are you just full-time entrepreneur now, or you, can we still catch you in any restaurants around the city? Well, you definitely can catch me wherever, as long as they book me. Okay. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, Booked and busy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, for real. <laughs> yeah, real life. Uh, we're pretty much dedicated to the events and uh, Mixed Brick Town, but um, I do have a pop up this Saturday at Prestige Social Detroit. Where's that at? Now? That's uh, Pembroke and uh, James Cousins. Okay. Uh, formerly Love Love and Life. Okay. Okay. I know exactly yeah, what that's yeah, at. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I uh, I took I just did a photography gig there like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah I know exactly you know, what that's at. So my homeboy February Fresh, um, he hit me up. He want to make a little transition. So. Tongue crack on this west. Um, that's what's up. Um, music pick this week, man. Oh uh, yeah, I do got a music pick for the week. Hold on, let me pull it up. We were talking about food, and I'm still half ass, fucking hungry. Uh, <laughs> I'm still real fucking hungry. Shit. Well, you uh, still got your good food. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. You're gonna smash real good. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm smash as <laughs> soon as we get off the air. My music pick of the week is by an artist by the name of Sam Poetry. Uh, the name of the song is Grits, uh, produced by CX, the producer. I was just happened to be on uh, on IG, just thumbing through. Yeah, and, and I discovered, and I came across it. But I mean, it's got a real, he got a real nice flow. I like the beat of it. Uh, I'd never heard of him before. Don't I think he's from Michigan? Uh, I can't say he's from Detroit, but I think he is from Michigan. But I like the song, man. That's what's up. You got a uh, whose man's is this? Uh, yeah, I you do. Should go to Malik. No, I'm not giving Malik whose man's this. Okay. Uh, it is going to Marcellus Wiley though. 
What the fuck did Marcellus oh, did do? do? Man, I just not feeling Marcellus right now. He's got this anti Colin Kaepernick shit. He been on Vlad still. Yeah, and he's been going like he been going in on let that shit go, man. He's explaining for 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 whatever reason now he feels that Colin can't talk about this shit because Colin has a white mom and a black dad. I guess he's not black enough. You know what I'm saying? Talking about the city where he grew up in, which he clearly doesn't know about. Um, uh, he just like this is my thing. Like you don't got to be for the cause, right? But if you're not for the cause, shut the fuck up. Don't be against the cause. Don't go against me. Don't hurt your brother. If you don't want to support it, don't touch. Don't say Just nothing. be quiet. Yeah. Just be quiet. But you out here looking real wild on Vlad, all these interviews, even on ESPN. Like, don't ever question a nick. Like, I always wonder, like, some of these sports commentators, like, what the fuck has Marcellus Wiley ever done in his NFL career to be so judgmental to somebody else? Like, because I get it. After your playing career is done, like, niggas still be fairly young. You can be done with the with the NFL 32, 33, and and that's that's it for you. So yeah. I mean, I get that you gotta have something to do every day, but like what the fuck qualifies you? Cause I don't never remember you being like that dog ass of a player to be to to criticize somebody else and what the fuck they do on or off the field. And, and if you're a sports commentator, you should be commentating for what niggas is doing on the field. On sports. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So to attack the man because you, I mean, essentially you say you don't think he's black enough. Well, he he has a white mom, and like he said, like as a point, okay. And what? Like <laughs> when the police pull a nigga over, if you got a white mom or not, when the police pull you over, what's gonna happen? They see a brown man. Get your punk ass out the motherfucking car. <laughs> and like that's the whole thing about race. I can't turn that shit on and off. People like to make the comparison with other struggles. Well, some of these struggles you don't know you struggling with that unless you tell somebody that. I don't have to tell nobody I'm black. You know what I'm saying? I've, if I'm, when I actually sacrifice different things, I'm living my shit. I don't got to get on television. I don't got to do no more. Everybody keeps saying, Colin Kaepernick, we need to hear from you. You need to speak. You need to do this. I don't need to speak. Because you know what I told y'all before I went out? I told you exactly why I was kneeling. I told you the, everything. And then I got my Know Your Rights campaign that go on city to city, month to month. I'm out here with the people. If you want to talk to me, pull up. I'm out here. What I need to get on your TV station for and give you some extra ratings for you to bash me. I've told you already. I don't have to go over the same shit I already said. Yeah. Like I already said it. Like I don't need to come and explain even further. Cause if you really want to know what I said, well, go go YouTube and go watch that shit again. You know what I'm saying? I'm not feeling Marcellus Wiley on all these fucking interviews. Like I can understand where you're coming from. I just disagree with every one of his points. Um, so if you want to know in detail what I'm talking about, he got some recent interviews with Vlad, with Vlad where yeah, he was talking this shit. You know how Vlad do? He drop them like every couple of days, yeah. or whatever. So all that shit is on Vlad. I'm not really a big fan of DJ Vlad either. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, he, he, that's what the content at. Yeah, he drop a lot of content. He inter. I he don't ask questions. Niggas answer them. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't want to answer the question, don't answer the question. I just don't know why he's so sought after for niggas to talk to. He been doing this shit for like. 10 years. I mean, I get it. I get it. Like, he a big name, but, like, I just don't... Like, there's nothing that's incredible about him, his interview skills. I don't want to sound like a hater, but... Well, I don't know how he get a lot of niggas to say a lot of shit, but just by asking them questions. Like, I, you get a lot of information from Vlad. I mean, from the... From the I, I mean, it's Vlad. it's just like it's just like when we do interviews. People come in here, they get comfortable. We've had some people say some shit on air, and then, like, when we get off of air, like, hey, can you... 
you know, take this out or some shit like that. I mean, niggas get comfortable they get to talking. I don't get it, man, but I just don't agree with nothing the niggas say. Uh, who mans is this? Okay, fair enough. Forgot it. Time for the Benny? <laughs> yeah. All right, this, this is damn going wild on IG. <laughs> I'm, I've, I've given up getting my Twitter back. Like, I can see it. Niggas at me all the time, and I can I can see the shit. I just can't can't respond to you, and I'm, I don't care what they do with my Twitter at this point. I'm well, done. Well, uh, it's Jay Johnson 313 on uh, Everything That Matters. Uh, follow Shop Talk Podcast. Follow Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Oh, yeah. Uh, follow This Week in Culture on Twitter. Yo, this week we got an email from um, Apple to say we was ranked number 830 in TV and film in the country. That's big. I mean, That's big. 850,000 podcasts out here. 29 million different episodes. You know what I'm saying? We wasn't even trying with that one. So um, it is what it is. This Week in Culture. You, y'all, y'all doing it today? Yeah. I might have to I might have to stick around. Yeah, we doing it today. Um This Week in Culture, Shop Talk Podcast, Shop Talk Podcast Studios. When you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Dame. Hell yeah. Peace. Nice long dramatic pause with that shit too. <laughs>